Hello again, everyone. Uh, this is your host, the Zenith, and this is a brand new episode of the Spirit Channel podcast. So, in today's episode, I would like to discuss, or I will be talking about, a spiritual awakening. Um, what does that mean? What is it? How is this different to simply being spiritual? How does one undergo a spiritual awakening? What are the symptoms of a spiritual awakening? How long does it last? Uh, how do you come out of the other side of it? Uh, what do you experience when undergoing this? Um, and anything else that I can kind of think of. I'll mention my own awakening and uh, some of the things that I've experienced along the way. Um, so without further ado, let us start. Um, this, by the way, is based again on one of my blog posts um, by the same name of What is a Spiritual Awakening 2021? And the reason I put the 2021 is that I do have another uh, blog post by the same name, but it refers to someone else's take on this. So I thought I'd differentiate between the two. So you may have heard of this, like it's kind of the uh, the end thing at the minute. You know, you'll hear this term spiritual awakening and maybe heard many people refer to it or many um, posts on social media or YouTube or things like that. So let me just say that I'm far from being an expert in this, uh, but I would just like to give my own thoughts and experiences on this here in the hope once again that anyone's listening to this and perhaps is undergoing this transformation that it may serve as a bit of a guide as a bit of a help to understand exactly what it is that you're going through because once one undergoes this here and this uh, there's someone at hand or some organization at hand or some sort of uh, material or research that they can uh, make themselves available to or avail themselves to. I would imagine it would be a very lonely and a very difficult experience. Um, it's not something that you can particularly open up to to people, um, especially if, they, if they're not spiritually minded themselves. They may think you're mad or crazy and you could quite easily become um, subject of ridicule. Uh, I could imagine it would be a very... Um, Probably disheartening is a wrong word, but certainly very um, lonely experience. So anyway, um, what is a spiritual awakening and how is it different from leading a spiritual life? Well, if you had listened to the previous episode, you would have heard me discuss at length what it actually means to, to lead a spiritual life. But a spiritual awakening is something different it did i wouldn't quite say it takes it a step further but ultimately it is the uh, next step in, in in someone's spiritual life um i was just about to say if you're lucky to undergo this here but in some ways uh, it can be very lonely and challenging it's not all roses it's certainly not all fun and games going through something like this here but basically this is just um what way can I phrase this here? This is what when one comes into contact with spirit, when one feels changes in their thought patterns and perhaps their physical body, 
in their spirit, uh, perhaps their soul coming alive. Um, I've also heard it referred to as being taken off the shelf, dusted down and being put into action. When this happens, you will begin to have your life turned upside down, basically. The things that once made sense to you, the world in which you, you kind of looked at and had a grounding in and had a what foothold in, and perhaps that's not the right phrase, but knew how to put one foot in front of the other with this. Um, all that kind of changes. Uh, you quite quickly see the world that is not had quite how you thought it was. It doesn't seem to make sense anymore. Um, things that you had an interest in slowly begin to, to slip away. And I guess in the beginning, for most people, it is a beautiful process. Um, if it happens uh, naturally and if it happens, as I said, under the guidance of some person or somebody um, who can guide you through this here. And um, to be able to feel that uh, awakening, to be able to feel that touch from uh, those in, in, in spirit, from those on the other side of the veil, the divide. Um, it can be a beautiful thing if you experience it that way, but I don't think all, all awakenings are the same. There are many different ways in which one can awaken and in which one can experience a spiritual awakening. Um, for me, and I know for a lot of people, uh, <clears throat> my own spiritual awakening came when I came into contact with a friend of mine who uh, at the time I wasn't overly friendly with, but was starting to form a close, close relationship. And once I found out that he was a medium, and at the time, I had really no idea about any of this stuff. I had no idea about mediums, psychics, anything like that. If you had have said to me, uh, how many uh, people are psychic or how many mediums are there in the uh, entire uh, part of Ireland in which I reside, I probably would have turned around and been able to, to say I could probably count on one hand. And of those, how many are genuine, I probably would have whittled it down to one or two. Um, so much later, it was a massive surprise to me that um, that these people, these people who are psychics, who are mediums, who uh, have display some sort of spiritual ability, um, are literally all over the place. And um, they're certainly not all cranks. So it was kind of like uh, the world in which I'd kind of known had been uh, torn away. The veil had been torn away from, from my eyes or the drapes had been pulled open. Um, but as I said, this happened with me and uh, I, I didn't understand what I was going through. Once I'd found out that this person was a medium and uh, as I said, I, I, I had really no concept of that. Let me just kind of rephrase that or let me just go back a little bit. I'd been heavily into all of these subjects, all of these ESP, uh, hypnotism, um, occult, tarot, uh, magic, <clears throat> all those topics. Um, I had I'd been into, I'd, I'd read stuff, I'd downloaded uh, uh, like a, a couple of hundred uh, books on ESP and lucid dreaming and out-of-body experiences without really kind of getting into it, without kind of really researching it that much. Um, but at some point, I'd, I'd put all that away. I'd put it all into the closet, if you like, um, because 
as I said, I had really no idea about any of this stuff. And at the time, I was raising a, a family and uh, I decided that uh, I, I needed to get myself grounded in, in the real world, which is um, a bit ironic now. But uh, as I said, once I, I took this guy at face value because I knew this person not to be uh, uh, someone who would lie to me. So I decided that I had a choice. Either I could um, completely dismiss what I had come to know that he was claimed that he was a medium who was in contact with spirits, completely could um, dismiss that. Or I could admit that it's not even so much admit, but I could take a step back from my own kind of beliefs and uh, listen to what he had to turn around and say and um, have to accept that uh, what he was telling me was true. So. Over the course of a few days um, spent listening to this person's stories, I just felt the change overcoming me and I didn't understand what it was. I couldn't compose myself, I couldn't um, verbalise words as well as I used to, uh, or not, not as used to, but in, in the space of those few days. And I literally had to get up and keep running to um, the lavatory, the toilet. And uh, as I said, this this maybe lasted for an hour or two at the time, and I left this person's company <clears throat> completely uh, disorientated. I guess is is, is the right word. Uh, head felt very fuzzy. Didn't understand what was going on. Could barely drive. Um, and then I guess the following day or the day after, when I met this person again, and you know we continued the conversation. Uh, I was <laughs> I was determined to uh, not let that happen. I actually remember um, wondering had this person somehow spiked me <laughs> in some way. Looking back on it now, it, it really is funny, but honestly, all sorts of things go through your mind. Um, so I guess, as I said, this went on for a, a few days. And again, one of the other symptoms was my eyesight became extremely blurry. I could barely focus. My heart was um, pounding um, on top of everything else that I'd mentioned. So eventually this uh, medium picked up um, psychically what what was happening to me. And uh, he was able to, to tell me because I just had to come clean and say, look, I can't focus on you. I can't compose myself. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it was then he, uh, was able to tell me that look what's your what's your you've just been uh, you've just been given an awakening you've just been touched by sperm that's your soul coming to life whatever term you want to call it that is the the inner light the, the inner fire have has lit has has awoken has flamed has brightened into life um and I guess at the time I was kind of like oh, right okay this is a bit strange I didn't quite know what to make of it. But um, whenever I left this person's company, um, just just a change came over me, just a change. And I just felt, oh yeah, sorry, let me backtrack a bit. What this person turned around and told me, which I had a bit of a hard time accepting, was what I was feeling was unconditional love. Um, unconditional love from uh, those in spirit, from spiritual beings. And the reason why I was feeling this is because I'd never felt that before. 
you, you have never felt unconditional love. You may say, yeah, your partner loves you, your wife loves you, your mother and father loves you, your um, children love you, but ultimately at the end of the day, we're, we're, we're all sort of subject to human emotions while we're in this, uh, once we're in human bodies. And unfortunately, um, our love that we have for one another um, can uh, fizzle out at times for any number of reasons when you have an argument, I guess is the classic um, classic way to uh, describe when someone's love um, is just not quite as strong or as potent as it is. You kind of uh, hold that love off, don't you? You hold it into yourself, you reserve it because now you're feeling a different emotion from, from love and it's, it's anger, uh, whether just or unjust for whatever reason, you know, it can be a small thing, which is quite easily forgotten. It can be simply a moment. It can simply be a moment in which you feel that love for that other person dry up and the emotion that you're feeling now change into anger, resentment, or whatever else. It may not even be anger. It could be fear. It could be any number of things. It could, but as I said, it could, it could simply be for a moment. It could be for an hour. It could be for a day. It could be for a week. But ultimately, at the end of the day, we cannot, in this human body, um, express love for our fellow human beings, our uh, beloveds, as those in uh, the realm that we call the spirit do. Because they are, and I hate to use this term, spiritual beings, because they are in their natural state, let's just say, um, they understand everything so much more clearly they are reconnected to um the source and reconnected to the creator and in larger portions and certainly in ways that we simply cannot understand um in this uh in this body um and for that reason they are able to express and display a love that is pretty much unattainable to us here and let me just kind of um, express why that is uh, without getting sidetracked because I want to keep this on track. This is just about a spiritual um, awakening and I can discuss further topics in, in later podcasts. But basically when a spirit, when a soul, when that energetic life force that is ultimately you, that consciousness, decides to inhabit a human um, body or a body in the physical. Um, there are many more um, physical uh, beings or physical uh, living um, races out there than just human beings. But whenever a spirit, whenever a soul uh, decides to incarnate into a, into a body, um, what actually happens is that that spirit un agrees to undergo what is called the veiling process. So it's, it's kind of like becoming handicapped, extremely handicapped. And I don't mean physically, but um, I mean uh, your abilities. If you were a top athlete or, or um, dancer or something like that, there, a pop star or something like that, there, it's, it's being hampered, hampered to a large degree. But in this way, it means that you pass through this veil and it's been called the veil of forgetting, the veel of... Uh, uh, for forget forgetfulness 
and basically what happens is that um, you lose um, all of your memories. You agree to forget everything that you know, um, that you know whilst you're in your, your natural state um, in, in the realms above this and live, live a, a mundane and human life. Now, well, as I said, without getting into that too much, um, there are a lot of triggers, there are a lot of um, agreed upon points uh, that you want to experience and you want to learn while you undergo a human life and perhaps one of those is remembering or agreeing or trying to remember you know exactly who you are but as i said for that reason um this is why that we cannot uh, have that uh, purity of love uh, whilst in a human body that we do when we're in our natural state, when we are more connected to the Creator um, and more connected to each other. So basically that's why we cannot feel that love for someone else. So back to the main topic. That's why that I could not understand what I was feeling. I had no concept of uh, unconditional love. It's it's something that's kind of foreign, kind of alien to us, to us if we haven't experienced it before. But driving away that night or that evening, once I once I accepted that, a, a transformation came over me, and it was an acceptance and a realization and a understanding of what it feels to feel unconditional love, and it was like being plugged into the mains. It was like being supercharged. It's like being on a high that uh, no stimulant or no drug can provide. It is having that connection right back through um, those who are in the, the non-material and the non-corporal, um, right that back to potentially having that connection with uh, the universal Godhead, the universal creator itself. And it's, it, for me, it, it wouldn't have mattered what someone had said to me. They could have given me the nastiest, most horrible insult. Um, it would not have mattered. That that was the high, the 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 feeling, the depth of love that I felt, and um, it was it was truly astonishing. It didn't last. It's not meant to last, and um, because ultimately you are meant to lead a human life, and if you're in that state, that state of bliss constantly you would get much done um but anyway it's uh, that that's how it happened for me and from then on it was uh, it's just growth it's just growth it doesn't happen like this for everyone there are many different um ways of people awakening many different experiences not all positive and um, there are actually uh, a fantastic website for um, people to come together to share their stories of awakening and to have other people comment on it and to, to feel part of a community, to feel part of a, uh, a brethren, shall I say, part of a, a brotherhood or a fellowship. Um, and it's, it's a beautiful thing because, as I said, this is not something that you can really tell people. It's not even something that you can really tell your family because it's only when you go through a process like this here that you're going to um, understand it and be able to empathize and relate to someone else who's gone through the same process. 
a lot of people on this earth today have absolutely no connection to um, the realms outside of the physical. And quite a lot of people today have no concept of um, anything outside of the physical. A lot of people don't even believe that there's anything outside of this this life. And it's, it's truly sad. It really is. But, you know, I used to be one of those people too. And for whatever reason, I have got my awakening. And, um, yeah, it's just that... So to, to try and explain to someone that you're undergoing a transformation, undergoing a spiritual awakening, that you've become aware that there is such a thing as spirits, that there is such a thing as an afterlife, that it's not uh, what our religions teach us. Um, uh, certainly coming from a Christian background, it's not the, the concept of heaven and hell that was um, preached uh, and perhaps guilted into us. And I would imagine it's pretty much the same as, as any other major organ, or religious organization. It, it's a lot different from that. But as I said, so not being able to really communicate this to, to family or friends who have no concept of this, who probably wouldn't believe you anyway, because again, in this physical world, which is dominated by science, it's well, where's the proof? Where's your proof? You know, it's, this is not something that you can particularly prove. Um, certainly not prove that you are, are, are having an awakening. It guess it's different than if you become perhaps a fully qualified medium and you're able to, or a fully qualified psychic, you could potentially um, pull information from, um, from, from Spirit or from the Akashic Record um, to provide that person with proof about themselves or provide proof, provide details that no one else would know. But for someone who's just undergoing this journey, for someone who is just um, certainly at none of that level, um, you cannot provide proof. It's, 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 it's a thing that is unique to you. And it is a thing that is beyond uh, measurement and is beyond um, visual uh, proof. Um, so unfortunately, Again, that's the reason why it's very hard to communicate with anyone about this. So to have somewhere to go to, um, to have a fellowship, to have a, an online um, forum, to be a part of a, a club or a, or a community in which um, there are like-minded people is something that is very special. And as I said, certainly the, the website that I have found is, uh, is a beautiful website. Um, I will share those links um, for people. But as I said, this is just about, about my own spiritual awakening and uh, many other people may not have it so positive. Many other people may not understand what they're going through. Um, but certainly, as I said, once you undergo this process, your entire world will start to change. And certainly there, there are certain symptoms that... I guess are similar, if not the same for most people undergoing a spiritual awakening. Um, I guess one of the key things is that your emotions will certainly become more pronounced. You will feel intense bursts of happiness and intense bursts of love. You'll probably also feel intense bursts of uh, I don't want to say sadness, 
But if I guess if you're, uh, oh, what's the term? Empathetic, I guess. Um, empathetic towards people. Um, more willing to listen. More willing to relate. More willing to empathize with someone else's plight. But not even just um, people. It, it could be an animal. Uh, you could be watching a television program and some sort of scene in it sparks something inside you and you feel yourself welling up. That happens to me all the time. Um, so absolutely, your emotions will, will definitely become more pronounced. Um, your feelings become more highly attuned. You will feel things more. You will feel other people's energies. Uh, you will certainly feel negativity emanating from someone you will because i said once you're in this spiritual state of this awakens awakening state and largely it is a beautiful thing and you will be thrilled you'll be over the moon you will uh, be eager for more uh, then encountering someone who is potentially um giving off bad vibes negative vibes um you'll feel that a lot more and you will not be able to stand in their company. You'll, you'll, you'll feel uh, uh, what, a repel, a repellent, a repel, repellent, whatever that word is. You'll just feel repelled by that and, and want to exit their company. Um, but as I said, perhaps you'll also feel love a bit more. Um, this is something I'll, I want to discuss more in detail in, in further episodes, but certainly i would say love is something that will start to grow within you um, and will happen over a, a period of time you'll definitely get an increase in visible color and lights um, i think i don't have the information to hand but currently humans only see something like um maybe i can look it up here currently only humans can see uh a small percentage of the light spectrum. We certainly cannot see an ultraviolet or um, any any sort of I think what's what's the term low frequency waves like that. But we can only see a very very small percentage of the visible light spectrum. I think it's something like um, th oh I don't know three four percent maybe I'm. I'm well off there, but basically it, it, there's a range. If you imagine a range or a sliding scale, uh, off that sliding scale, we are only able to perceive three, four percent of light. Um, I'll try to find the link after and perhaps post it. If not, look it up yourself. So that whole rest of that spectrum, we're generally not able to, to perceive it. And as most if not all um spiritual beings um are um you have a light body let's just say uh they're generally not visible to to the naked eye um they're generally and, and can make themselves invisible actually um so as not to perceive by by anyone at all but basically what will happen is that uh, your, um, your, oh God, your perception 
of the visible life spectrum will be increased. You will start to perceive more. You will start to become more aware of um, lights, of colors, perhaps only out of the corner of your eye, perhaps if you squint, but all sorts of phenomena you will start to, to see. Um, sparkles, lights uh, that weren't there before, potentially auras around people, um, shadows taking the form of humanoids, um, light actually in the form of things that's generally spurred themselves, making their presence known around, around people. So all sorts of um, pretty much amazing things like that there. Uh, you will, yeah, certain words in songs and certain passages and books will stand out for you. They'll, they'll, they'll seem as if they were uh, made specifically for you. Um, songs will come on the radio, you'll hear a particular song, you will hear a particular phrase, and it just seems like it, it was made for you. This generally is the case. Not that these were made for you, but uh, these words and phrases are uh, sent to you at the time in order to help you along your own spiritual development. So that's another interesting one. A big, big one is energy shifts in the body. Now, not everyone experiences this, but it is um, when it happens, it, it is pretty much amazing. And it, and it is fairly common. I wouldn't say everyone experiences, but it is fairly common um, to when one, one was undergoing a spiritual awakening to be able to pick up on different types of energy. Uh, I mentioned negative energy, so that's one thing. But being in contact with other people who are spiritual or in a spiritual environment or perhaps at a performance um, that is spiritual related, you'll definitely feel, uh, how can I describe this to someone who's never felt this? It's, it's almost like a current. It's a current that's kind of flowing through the body. And um, you may be thinking, 